Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church, and I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. And so we got a good one today, and, and the question goes like this. How can God be sovereign and we still have free will? Five minutes. All right, here we go. Real Truth Real Quick. Let me ask you a couple other questions. How can God be three and yet one? How can Jesus be fully divine and fully man, having two natures completely uncompromised, perfectly commingled, one without in any way encroaching on the other. There's certain mysteries we don't know. That's why Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, the hidden things are for the Lord our God, but the things revealed are for us and our sons forever. What I would say in the answer to this question is the Bible clearly teaches both. People who don't like tension, people who want to have every answer to every question are going to have a real problem with God because they're a little pea brain, their little finite brain is never going to be able to hold infinite truth. It would bother me if everything that God revealed to me um, was something that I could absolutely get my arms around. Because why worship a God that I can fully explain? Here's what I would tell you. We don't have a God that is irrational. We do have a God that is super rational. There are certain things he just says, you're not going to be able to completely understand this, but my sovereignty is there. The idea of my calling, my election, my decreed will, not in any way ever being thwarted, my love for all men is clearly taught in Scripture. At the same time, so is personal human responsibility. Here's what I like to do. Here's some real truth real quick. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 12. I'm going to give you this verse. Rick, you tell me if this is human responsibility or divine sovereignty. Okay? Uh, but as many as received him, he gave the right to become sons of God or children of God, even to those who believed in his name. I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, you, I mean, you okay. still have responsibility. That one, listen, even to those who believe in his name, God gave you the right. So if you believe, you're going to get it. That's human responsibility. Verse 13. Men who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of the will of God. Divine sovereignty or human responsibility? Sounds like divine sovereignty. That's divine sovereignty. It's right there, right after God says, if you believe... If you receive my son as your savior, you will become my child. And you need to know something. You're going to be born not of blood, which means it's not going to come down through some family line. You're not a, a Christian because your daddy's a Christian. Okay, Not of the will of the flesh. Not because you want to be. Not the will of man. Not because your daddy wants you to be or your aunt who prays for your little wicked soul. But because God in his kindness chose you and called you. Now listen, some people have a real problem with this. So what I'm doing I'm showing you the tension that's in Scripture. And what God basically says to you is this. Listen to me. Know that I'm sovereign. I'm good. I'm unwavering in my kindness. I desire that all men would be saved. That's why ultimately God is not wrapped up. His final judgment on evil is because he is patient towards you, wishing that none should perish but all come to eternal life. How about this? I'm going to read you a little longer because now it's Jesus. This is Matthew chapter 11. This is what Christ says. Um, he says, I praise you. You tell me if this is human responsibility, divine sovereignty. I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent. You've revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for this was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Sounds divine to me. That's divine sovereignty. You can't know God unless he lets you know him. Okay. Next words out of Jesus' mouth would be what? Pray that you're one of the elect? Would it be pray that you're somebody that God has chosen? No. The next words out of his mouth are some of the most often quoted words of Scripture. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's the next words out of his mouth. 
What he's saying is you're responsible for responding to the revelation I've given you, whether it's through creation, whether it's through conscience, whether it's through the law. Okay, God knew that we were going to have a hard time with this. Okay, and again and again, um, he calls people to come. When I preach, by the way, you know, listen, I, 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 I sleep like a Calvinist. Okay, go see the real truth real quick on that. I, I absolutely believe in the sovereignty of God. I believe in calling, election, okay, and, um, and foreknowledge because the scripture teaches it. I preach like I'm an Arminian, though. I share Christ like I'm an Arminian. Like it's up to me to preach in a way that's going to get people to respond. I just know better. I even know that in my coming, I chose God. But having chosen God, it's because he in his kindness revealed it to me. That's why Christians are to be the most humble people on the face of the earth. Let me end with this. Jesus knew we would struggle with this. God did. And so how does he close the whole canon of Scripture? When you go to the very end of your Bible, all right, and you sit there and you go, what are the last words that God wants me to hear? In Revelation chapter 20, Two, you're going to have these be your last words, okay? The spirit and the bride say, come. Let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty, come. Let the one who wishes to take the water of life without cost, come. I'm coming quickly. And you better choose to respond to the grace and revelation of my love for you through Jesus Christ. But I will not apologize to you at the end of the day. God will not ever say to somebody, I'm sorry you weren't elect, Okay? He's going to say to you, you didn't want anything to do with me. I will grant you your desire forever. Okay? The way I resolve attention is with God's word. I let it hang. God's going to work it out. He is righteous and good and true, and he does no wrong, and I pray every man responds to him. Great stuff. One, one, one little catchphrase that I enjoy that, that I remember someone saying one time is there's a, if you picture it like a door. On one side it says, for whomsoever, and you get through the door and you look back and it says, I chose you. It's a mystery, and we trust the God of, of mystery. Yep. We'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.